Welcome to episode 26 of TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort and coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. Easy, right? I'm your host, Patricia. I take photographs. I go shopping for stolen for the Christmas season and make eggnog <laughs> crisp, but I do not drink it at the resort because we don't bring in drinks, right? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Dream Sweets Love. And here is the ever handsome Chris. Uh, Chris, tell us about yourself. <laughs> the ever handsome, <laughs> I see. Thank you. Ever handsome. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Eternally I'm Chris. handsome. <laughs> Eternally. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. So we feed I, the ego here. <laughs> yeah. So I am the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I'm the one eating all the seasonal offerings, especially Chris. having eggnog and all that kind of stuff at the resort. Chris, if you eat all the seasonal offerings, you are not going to stay eternally handsome. Okay. <laughs> there is way. It's Disney food, Chris. They're not. Those calories are not magical. It's a lie. Okay. But they are good. Mm. They're so good. Okay, now let's continue. Well, I do a lot of sweets. walking, so. That's true. <laughs> and running. No, not running. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Someone's had a little too much eggnog already. Eggnog lattes, Chris, with bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> that explains it. Yes. So, anyway, I'm the one eating all the seasonal offerings. I'm trying not to eat too much, but that's okay. Um, you could find me on Twitter at Burnin Lover, and I talk about Disney on there, and I talk about other stuff about living in Japan, all that fun stuff. So, we're on episode twenty-six. That is crazy. I know we say that every episode. We're not supposed to we talk about it, but we I don't even anyway. wait. Like we don't even <laughs> wait anymore for like those like memorial dates, like twenty-five or thirty-five or or forty or whatever. We're just like every episode now. We're like. It's amazing. Thanks to you guys. Thanks, but really, yeah. seriously, thanks to you listeners. So, no, thank you. I can't believe it. 26. Yes. What? Who expected this? I know. It feels like we've just started doing this yesterday. And here we are, 26 <laughs> episodes later. Well, and we have bonus episodes True, on top of that right. as well. D23. So, we've recorded. You know, if quite you guys have missed out on those bonus ones, check it out. Uh, yeah, make sure you go back and listen to all of them. Oh all of them. It's like a Jedi mind <laughs> trick. You will listen to these episodes. Yeah. You will. And you will you will rate us comments. on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So we should probably probably get started here. So what are we gonna talk about today? Uh well we have our news. There's always lots of news happening. Uh, we have our crowd forecast, so you can see or yeah, 
see how busy it's going to be at the resort. And then we're going to talk about Christmas at Tokyo Disney Sea because last time we talked about it at Tokyo Disneyland. And we're going to continue our Tokyo Disney Resort 101. And we're going to tell you the best times to visit Tokyo Disney Resort in 2016 because we have some stuff going on next year. And then continuing with Tokyo Disney Sea, we're going to give you the stuff that you can't miss at the resort in our park tips. Or sorry, can't miss at Tokyo Disney Sea. <laughs> I'm reading my notes wrong. <laughs> and then we have our listener question. And then talk about what we're going to talk about in the next episode. So, news, news, news. Patricia, can you get us started on the news? Because we have quite a bit. Okay, yeah, you know, and I was looking at the news and I'm like, oh, we're not going to have that much news. What are we going to do? What are we going to do to fill in all the news? And then all of a sudden, bam, tons of news. So let's start out with um, the small stuff. And we're, we're going to elaborate on this first topic later on in another podcast as we get closer to the event. But um, the advertisement for Frozen Fantasy is already out. It's pretty cool. And um, it kind of like, it's getting me excited for Disney Sea already, but you have Elsa, she's like waving her hands around, there's like snow coming out, and she's making like, a, of course, the Frozen Fantasy event. And um, on Twitter, and I'm guessing on the, the TDR blog is probably where it came out, they showed the, um, the concept art for a new float for Frozen Fantasy, Elsa's float, which shows, you know, like those fountains that she had in... Um, in the place where she lives, the frozen land. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Arendelle. Um, you know how she freezes the water in the fountains and it makes like this really pretty like uh, ice sculpture. So she's going to have a fountain on either side of her and it's made out of ice. The whole float looks like it's made out of ice. Um, you already know, of course, they are going to reuse that Christmas float because it is a really nice float. Um, I wonder who's going to be on it. Maybe um, Anna and Kristoff, we're guessing here. Um, you know, there's probably going to be a Hans float because he's new to the parade. And they say the trolls are going to be there. So I'm thinking there's good. I don't think they're going to be um, actual characters like costume characters. So I'm guessing they're going to be on a float. So I'm guessing there's going to be at least three floats, four floats. So maybe it's a uh, it's hopefully five and it'll be a full parade. So let's see what happens with that. But we'll keep you updated. Um, Chris. We have so much Star Wars news. Where do we start? Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the park. The parks okay. first. Or, well, Disneyland yeah. first. So, um, well, we have Star Tours here at Tokyo Disneyland. And from February 2nd, 2016 to September 7th, 2016, they're adding in scenes from the new Star Wars The Force Awakens to the rotation so that's kind of cool um there's no word on what they're going to be exactly so i guess we'll find out when it starts so that's gonna be kind of cool i wonder if it's gonna be like is it like in the states where they're gonna have like a period where it's 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 exclusive to those scenes or i cannot talk today or um are they just gonna add it into the other scenes just like straight away um well, I'm going to quote the, the news release. This is the okay. English release. So, um, Orient, Oriental Land Company announced that the attraction Star Tours The Adventure Continue, The Adventures Continue at Tokyo Disneyland Park, will include a new adventure on every ride for a limited period from February 2nd to September 7th, 2016. 
During this time period, each guest who rides the attraction will experience an iconic world from the film Star Wars The Force Awakens, which opens worldwide on December 18th. Okay, okay, so it sounds like it is going to be exclusively the new scenes for a while, and then they're going to mix it up later. Okay, that's really great. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be nice for that attraction because there's not a long wait for that ride. Every time I go by it, there's, oh, look, it's a 15-minute wait or it's a five-minute wait while everything else is, you know, an hour, two hours or something like that. So hopefully (laughs) it'll help spread out the crowds a little bit. The thing is, it's a people eater. So no matter what, you know, eventually the the line wait time is going to go down, right? So... Mm -hmm. Uh, that's a that's a good that's a good point and the bad point because then it looks like oh my gosh it's unpopular it's only 15 minutes you know but um yeah on the weekends and stuff it's always around 60 which again it feels low but it just eats so many people so it's a really good point of that ride like you said it distributes those crowds so yeah very exciting oh my gosh i'm not looking forward to two hour waits for that ride again (laughs) i Uh, I guess i guess we'll actually I guess we'll actually have to use fast passes. I know. <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, the good thing about the fast pass machine. So you guys, okay, check it out. When you come to TDR, don't forget the fast pass machine is not next to the ride, right? That's what happens. A lot of people they come, they're like, "Where's the fast pass?" And then the fast passes are there forever. They're all there all day. Um, they are actually closer to the lottery area. You don't know where that is. Okay, it's close to Space Mountain. So um, in between. Yeah, Yeah, it's to the left. Exactly. So go there, head past the ride, and you will find the fast passes. Mm -hmm. And speaking of tickets, from December 18th uh, this year to March 18th, 2016, the e tickets and day passes for the resort are going to be, or sorry, the the, uh, day passes for the monorail. And then e-tickets uh, are the park tickets you buy online. They're going to be Star Wars themed. Yes, I love it. So that's going to be kind. Of, that's cool. I like collecting the day passes. I'm a sucker for that. Man, I have them, and I never. You know, it's so bad. I never turn it in for the pins. I always forget. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, why didn't I? Do, I could have had the pin. I could have had like two pins, and I never turn them in. I'm going to do it this year. I'm going to do it. Be I know. I already have a bunch. I have <laughs> I have a bunch of passes that we haven't even used yet from the hotel, like the two day passes. So I'm gonna use it probably for the Gelatoni event to go back and forth between Frozen and Gelatoni. But right, that's a good idea. Well, that's coming later. That's different news. Okay, back to Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> um, so this looks like it's gonna be super popular. They're really promoting it, and I already have friends that never go to Disney asking me to pick this up. Um. R2-D2 popcorn buckets. They're coming. They're cute. They're about $21. A little pricey. (laughs) But I think Uh, they're going to sell out. I really think they are. They look adorable. Yeah, I think think people are going to get swept up in the whole Star Wars mania that's happening right now. I know. I already promised my son. I have to pick him up. It comes out on the 18th, so like the day of the movie. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get you the popcorn bucket. So you can eat your popcorn in the movie theater out of R2-D2. <laughs> I want a BB-8 bucket. Mm. Wouldn't that be so cute? Maybe, that, maybe, maybe they'll do that for the next movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Chris. Yes. <laughs> Are you listening? Disney, make a BB-8 bucket, please. <laughs> People will go nuts. They'll freak out. Oh my gosh. I, I want... 
you know, I'm such a bad mother. I, I want the little remote control BB-8, like, for myself. And I was telling my son, like, don't you want remote control BB-8? And he's like, no, I don't need it. And I'm like, no, I think I think Santa might bring it to me. He's like, well, no, I don't want that. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you don't need that. That's true. Well, mommy wants it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, so uh, R2-D2, right? We've mm-hmm. got, um, this is, oh, um, released already in the parks. They have, like, the little leather... Um, the leather things and i think for the first time at tdr you can write your name in the alien the star wars language because we didn't have any goods that you could do that before i know in the states they have like the name badges and everything that you can write your names in the star wars language but i think it's the first time in japan so that's kind of cool um and they have uh the different i think force awakens things on them but i haven't i haven't bought them i didn't go shopping did you did you buy any yet or no i haven't Not yet. We got to check it out. But I know a lot of goods are coming out um, around the 18th. So keep your eyes open and we'll report back to you when we find out what goes on sale. Um, Not at the resort, but just as cool. They have these Star Wars style, Japanese style Star Wars figures. Pretty expensive. I'm not going to lie. They're like 80 bucks, but they're really cool. They're like... um, samurai style they have like um instead of like a lightsaber they have like a lightsaber katana which looks it's like life size and it's like I, I don't know how much it costs but it looks ridiculous and um like they have different stormtroopers darth vader bubba fed and Django fed all these characters in these different styles which is really neat so if you're into that i think that also comes out on the 18th at various store toy stores if you're um if you're a tourist at that time, like at Kitty Land, probably in Akihabara, all those places should that sell figures, like any big toy store like that focuses on models should have it. So check that out. Um, and more Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> so if you go to 7-Eleven, um, they have uh, like kind of like um like a like a drawing where you you pick out like a little um, paper and then you open it and you find out what category um like present you get so you pay about like 620 like six dollars and 20 cents is 620 yen um and you get like some kind of prize so they have different glasses they have like a, an r2d2 thing they have towels they have blankets they have these little um plastic uh posters all kinds of uh limited goods so if you're in japan right now um Go check it out, 7-Eleven, tons of Star Wars goods, and uh, you might win something really cool. So, uh, Chris, have you have you been to the, the convenience yet? Have you bought any any Star Wars things? Um, I've I've seen all the stuff for Star Wars at 7-Eleven. Um, I'm never really good <laughs> with, with those lottery things. I never, I never get what I want, so I just don't bother doing it. Um, and then usually if, if they have anything left over, like in the mm. next month or two that you can usually find all the stuff in the, in the bin for really cheap because they want to get rid of it. Oh, very cool. So that's usually what I do, but it's usually the stuff that's not as great because they have mm-hmm. a lot of it. <laughs> oh, I see. Like the leftovers. Yeah. And, uh, but they also have like a lot of Star Wars themed food. So there's coffee with all the uh-huh. different characters on it. There's even bread, like sweet bread. Oh, I haven't seen that. Where's that? 
Uh, yeah, at Seven Eleven, there was like sweet bread with. I think there was one with like Luke on it. Oh my gosh! Another one was C three PO. It it made zero sense, really, but okay, it Look, was Star if, Wars themed. If you go to Lawson, okay, so mm-hmm. in Japan, there's this chocolate called Dars D A R S. They have a Dars Vader bitter chocolate. Dars Vader. Yes, and it has Darth Vader on the box. And the print is like this shiny, like red letters. It looks really cool. Lawson has all the good sweets. So I don't know why they did this. It's interesting because 7-Eleven got the rights to sell the tickets. And they have the rights to like the, like the lottery, like the, the, the drawing goods that you can, you can win. But uh, Lawson got the rights to all like the sweets and stuff, which is kind of interesting. Hmm. So very, the, the Dars chocolate is ridiculous. Love I'm going to have it. to go check that out. Go check it out. It's only Lawson because for a while I'm like, where is this? Because I saw it on Twitter and I'm like, okay, it's at a convenience store somewhere. I'm not going to the Dars, like the specialty shop, shop for it, right? And um, yeah, only I've only seen it at Lawson. Hmm. So give it a shot. Um, any of the TDR hotels, they usually they have Lawson in it. So if you're staying at the resort, that's where you'll find it. Okay, so I think that's it for Star Wars news, I want to say. For now. For now. Of course, there'll be more Yeah. when the movie comes out. Um, but um, speaking of pricey, you thought those Star Wars figures are pricey at like $80, $100? No, 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 that's nothing. Because at D23, they auctioned off this, um, it's called the Cinderella Dolphy. Um, and, uh, it looked gorgeous. So dolphies are like these really high end, um, really big size dolls and you can customize everything. You can customize the eyes, the hair, the clothes, everything. And they're like fully like posable. And they have like these, there's like this whole thing revolving around it where you can go and take your dolphy to the store and they can have like their own little like doll spa treatment and you can have tea and everything. So it's like this big whole involved thing, this really big collectible market. So they had this auction and the Cinderella Dolphy went for about 13,000 US dollars. <laughs> I mean, it's gorgeous. It was really gorgeous, but wow, really. I I, I was like, no way, because we saw it, right? At Dis- at Chris, at the yeah. Disney store, they had it on display. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I wondered how much it would be, but somehow... I didn't think that much. I can think of a lot of other things to do with $13,000. <laughs> but you don't understand, like, the, the, the people that are into that, um, those collectible dolls are, like, really, really into it. I think they spend way more on that just throughout the year on clothes and accessories. And they, they hand do everything themselves. So it's, like, a really, really involved hobby. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> That's all I could say. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, and um, for the first D23 in Japan, I think 2013, there was one, I think it was Jack Skellington, and that one went for about $21,000 US. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's crazy. Craziness. So, oh. okay, last piece of news, I promise you guys. Um, and this is really cool for people that are in Orlando. So... Uh, if you are from Orlando and you grew up there and you were uh, living there or you were a kid there in like the the 70s into the 80s, like the, well, the end end of the 70s, 
there was this um, attraction there called um, I cannot think of the name of the attraction I'm so embarrassed um, one moment <laughs> sorry guys the one with the music that we're, that PhilharMagic replaced Chris what is it tell me <laughs> help me out I don't know I'm sorry oh sorry okay so um, hold on hold on I'm gonna find it <laughs> Chris fill in for me <laughs> <laughs> okay i got it mickey mouse uh, review do you remember i was there on the last day with a friend crying my eyes out the whole theater was crying their eyes out it was like this really nostalgic it was really really it was really really retro really really basic but um like i think it was really beloved because it had been there for such a long time so walt disney world gifted that attraction to um, Tokyo Disneyland when it opened in 1983. Um, so the animatronics, of course, the whole attraction went over to Tokyo Disneyland. And some of those animatronics were the three caballeros. Okay, do you see where I'm going with this? If you live in Disney mm -hmm. World, you know that they just added uh, the three caballeros to the Grand Fiesta Tour in Epcot. So, uh, not, not the attraction. I know the attraction has been there for a while. Um, but they added the animatronics recently from Mickey Mouse Review into that ride. So, if you grew up in the 70s at Disney World, or if you enjoyed the three, the, that attraction at Tokyo Disneyland um, until a few years ago, uh, you can see those animatronics one more time at the Grand Fiesta Tour in Epcot. So you can uh, you can see them again. I think it just started on December 4th, maybe. They, they brought them to the attraction. And um, the Disney Store website actually has a special t-shirt you can buy too from December 4th through the 10th featuring uh, those characters to kind of like uh, memorialize uh, their addition to the attraction, which is kind of cool. So that's it. That's it for my news. And another piece of trivia um, <laughs> for you Disney World people, Orlando is the sister city of Rayasu. So uh, there are many things that we've shared. Uh, besides being sister cities, we've also shared attractions. That's it. That's it. I'm done. I'm done oh. with the news. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. All right. What is next? Hmm. What do we have next, Chris? We've got... Um, <gasps> Hello, the beloved crowd forecast crowd forecast yep so um this is for december 2015 and we get our crowd forecast from tdr navi uh they have uh really um i'm losing my <laughs> my place here in my notes uh tdr navi they have accurate up-to-date forecast for the crowds at the resort for both parks disney sea and disneyland and they do it up to six months in advance and you can also see into the past as well so uh, make sure you check them out when you're planning your trip to kind of get an idea as to when the parks are going to be busy and when they're not going to be busy so for december at disney sea they are it's relatively busy throughout the month uh, except for the weekdays before christmas they're hovering around 70 80 out of 100 uh, 100 meaning it's going to be um the park's going to be at capacity so 70 80 it's not like super busy but it's not quiet either and then 
um, after the 25th, that's when Christmas ends and we get into New Year's. Well, New Year's is a really big deal here in Japan. Uh, and that's when everyone is on vacation. So everyone's traveling, doing all, all that stuff. So the park is going to be very busy after the 25th. And then over at Disneyland, it's a little bit more, it's a little quieter right up until the 25th of December. Um, not too sure why that is. Maybe because, I don't know really why. I guess people just like Disney Sea more for the Christmas stuff this year. Yeah, I don't know. I think the Disneyland parade is also super cute. Don't get me wrong. But I think Disney Sea, yeah, they have better entertainment this year. They have a little bit more, I want to say, to offer than Disneyland. Yeah, there's more more Christmas stuff like like the year, like you said, yeah, Christmas entertainment. You know, you've got Big Bad and Beat. You've got the the nighttime drive by show with the tilted tree. <laughs> people like it, but that's okay. You got the really good daytime show. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's in the atmosphere at Disney Sea feels more Christmassy. I want to say. That's true. So. Uh, back to Disneyland. Uh, it's quiet until the 25th. And then after that, it's New Year's. So it's going to be busy. Right up until just after New Year's. So, yeah. Going to be busy. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Christmas, last time we talked about Christmas at Tokyo Disneyland. So this time, we're going to talk about Christmas at Tokyo Disney Sea. So, um, over at D- uh, Tokyo Disney Sea. It is called Christmas Wishes, is what we call it. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that comes with it. (laughs) Um, As Patricia was already saying earlier, uh, there's a lot of entertainment options for you there. Uh, We have the Daytime Harbor Show, Perfect Christmas, which is really cute, by the way. I I really like that show. Really great. Great medley of like past shows. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice costumes, and yeah, it's just overall, it's a nice show. Good show. And then we have our nighttime show, Colors of Christmas, which is just the same show they had for the past few years, I believe. Past while. I'm not too sure how long Colors of Christmas has been going. I don't I don't even care. I, I just pretend it's not there. <laughs> it's an okay show. Like, if you haven't seen it before, it's good to see, but if you've seen it, a few times. Yeah, I would not wait in the okay. cold for it. I'd say <laughs> if you're walking by and you happen to see it, good enough. You mm-hmm. know, not not a lot of characters, not that beautiful. You know, the music is good because they took it from the good show that they did before they made that water show, the nighttime show. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. if you've seen Candlelight Reflections, I would say skip it because Candlelight Reflections was gorgeous. And this show is not even half of that. <laughs> and then uh, we have our Christmas version of Big Band Beat, which is always good. Always amazing. So fun. And if you don't win the lottery, do not fret. There is a standby line. So um, check it out. Give it a try. Probably in the evening time, you have a slightly better chance because people have already started going home. But uh, beautiful, beautiful show. Yeah, very beautiful. I haven't seen it this year because every time I try the lottery, I don't win, and I'm not willing to stand in the standby because I have I'm doing other stuff. <laughs> usually, That's true. yeah. So I I think what's so interesting is that 
if you do stand in the standby line and you do get to watch from the second floor, it's so wonderful because the people that go to the second floor are like super dedicated. They're, they're like waiting in the cold. So they're like really, really into the show, which kind of gets you more into the show, you know, because mm. they're like, yeah, you know, they start freaking out, you know, when Mickey comes out and stuff. So I think it's really fun, actually, to watch from the second level if you if you get the chance, if you have it, if you have the time for it. Oh, that sounds fun. And usually, uh huh. I was gonna say, usually for me, if I don't win the lottery, I just don't bother. I guess. <laughs> I know, but it's almost over. You should see it before you know, because yeah, I'm gonna, gonna try change again. the show. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna try. It. And I've been using the new app that they have for it as we well. Won. We won through the app one time. So I have never went through the app. So what happens after you win? Like, what do you do? It's super easy. You just go and they'll scan your ticket. Oh, like when you go to the show? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so you got to make sure your phone's not dead. No, 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 no. Just your ticket, not the phone. Oh, 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 your like your park ticket. Yeah, your ticket is in the system. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that makes sense then. Cool. Yeah. So don't worry. I was that was one of the questions that I had. I was really worried about phone battery because as we all know, by the end of the day, sometimes forget it, you know. But yeah. um no, 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 it's just through your ticket, so you'll be totally fine. The only thing that you won't be able to do it if you th- do it through your phone is a lot of the times we um if we can't go, we'll just, you know, give our tickets to like a friend or something. Um, but if you do want to do that, or if you want to try to help somebody else win, you can always still do it at the machines manually, you know? Oh, okay. I guess, yeah, I guess, I guess that's one of the downsides of having it as an app. You can't just give your ticket away. Yeah, but I mean... If if it's attached to your park ticket. But most of the times you don't anyway, you know, if if you're trying for it. So it should be... It should be totally fine. And then um, also don't forget, I don't think it was written down on the um, on the show notes, but there's also Table is Waiting, which also has a really cute Christmas section added to it. Yeah, I, I really like that one. Yeah, it's really nice. Like just in general, like the normal show is super cute. You know, it was like a fan favorite. They had actually had been a seasonal show and they brought it back. You know, it's really adorable love the christmas um section so check that out as well if you, if it's not too crowded yeah and this and that one's actually one of the easier shows to see like you can show up like you uh you uh, don't have to wait three hours to get the perfect spot usually like it's one of yeah. those shows that you can kind of kind of pass by and you can watch it if you want yeah, the line is which, not which is nice. like so long anymore. It used to be a no. long time ago, but it's it's better, much better now. Yeah, I think when I saw it last week, I waited not even half an hour, and that was just because we wanted to get like a nice spot to be able to take photos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the easier ones to see. And in addition to like your 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 main shows, right? You also have um, atmosphere. So you have your um, your fun custodial cast member and uh, the the fun uh, improvisation that they do um, has Christmas props, which is really it's fantastic, you know. And it, if it's like a, a day when it's like a little, we've had a couple of like little rainy days. Um, if you're in the New York deli or or around uh, various 
areas indoors, um, the fun cast will come inside there and they'll perform inside. So uh, even on a rainy day, you don't have to miss it. Hmm. So uh, for decorations around the, the park, um, I really like the the uh, banners they have at, at the uh, Mediterranean Harbor. Yeah, it's nice. They're nice. I really like them. There's there's the one with um, Chip and Dale where I can't remember who's who's uh, doing what to who in it, but either Chip or Dale is putting the other one like inside a snowman. Like he's making him into a snowman. It's super on the banner. cute. Yeah, I love that. I really that. like that one. That one's really cute. And all the other ones are really nice as well. They have them all over the harbor and it's just, they're really nice. Like they're subtle i guess because there's not a ton of decorations around yeah what is the the... decorations i don't think they have i know um in the waterfront park they added like um i don't know if it was always there or not but the kids are really loving those um the little christmas shapes that they they project on the floors that are like spinning around like the kids freak out it's hilarious to like just watch them go that's been really really adorable and um i don't know i I cannot for the life of me i went a lot during the first week or two and then i haven't been i haven't been the last week or so so i don't i don't Mm. remember that well i'm so sorry do you remember the other decorations like i know they always do lost river delta has a lot of stuff going on it's really cute yeah, uh, at the American Waterfront, at the like, like you said, the Waterfront Park. There's tons of lights there, uh, so if you want to get like a really nice photo of Tower of Terror at night, you can go to the Waterfront Park, and you'll have you know Christmas lights, and then in the background you'll have the Tower of Terror. So that's really nice and you know interesting if you want a different kind of photo. And then there's also the Mickey and Minnie. Uh, I don't know how you describe them. They're like the statues that are made out of lights. Yeah. They're yeah. they're they're in the American Waterfront there as There's well. There's a giant Christmas tree there in American yeah. Waterfront. Oh right in front of the hmm? You know what's new? The the Christmas tree in Cape Cod. Right, right, right. right. Uh the the uh, Duffy tree. The Duffy <laughs> the Duffy tree. What is the story that is it Shelly May or Minnie? Minnie, right? Minnie decorated the tree? Or Shelly May? Oh, probably. Something like that. I don't know. I didn't read it. But like the story (laughs) is different. The story is different this year. And it's like, of course, Duffy themed because it's in Cape Cod. But it's really cute and super popular. Yes. Always a huge line to get your photo photo taken in front of it. It's true. But it's adorable. It is. And then uh, going back to water, the waterfront for a minute uh the uh huge tree in front of ss columbia um all the i guess quote-unquote gifts underneath the tree they're all items from diff- from all the seven ports at disney sea that's right maybe your last chance to take a picture of the storm rider stuff there yeah because that's there mm-hmm. and it won't be there next year well storm rider I that hope is they so keep i keep it don't... like as a memorial wouldn't that be nice <laughs> That would be nice. Or they added, like, they they had that one, and then they had something with Nemo or something like that. Keep them both there. Freaking Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I know you don't like it. I know you don't like it, but... It's okay. I li- I'm okay with Nemo. I just, you know... It's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of Aquatopia, then, have you seen... Okay, tell me. Is it closed already? Like, permanently or no? Yes. It's totally closed. Uh, until... I'm not too sure when it's open Okay, again, so it is but... going to still be open, or, or is it, like, done? Like, the attraction? Is Storm Rider done, or, or what? Oh, sorry. You uh, said Aquatopia. Yeah. Oh, Aquatopia. Yeah. Is Aquatopia also gone for good or what's going on with that? No, no, no. It's just closed for refurbishment. Yeah, because they have right all the Aquatopia vehicles like um, where the monorail parks. Like they're all outside right now. Hmm. So if you, if you want to see this. And, cool. no, uh, and no, Storm Rider's not closed yet. Okay, good. So we can still ride it. Okay. Yeah. So ride that. Not, that's not until next year. <sighs> so sad. Okay. Um, actually, I have the date open up here. I have a bunch of stuff that's open. Um, Storm Rider closes permanently on May 17th. Okay, so we have time. 2016. Yeah. Got some time still. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, what else for decorations? Uh, at the Arabian Coast, they didn't do too much. Uh, there's banners with Aladdin, Jasmine, Genie, Jafar, Abu, and... The uh, water fountain has Christmas lights on it, so it kind of looks like a Christmas tree, I guess. Yeah, it's really pretty. It's like little lanterns, right? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty subtle. Like it, it, it doesn't look overly Christmassy if you, you know, if you've never seen it before. Yeah. But it's 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 nice. It's a nice little touch. I like it. And then over at uh, Mermaid Lagoon, uh, there is a coral coral reef christmas tree mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which has ariel's portrait on it it's it, it's nice i like it is it me or is that like ariel portrait a little like it doesn't it look a little odd um i didn't spend too much time looking at it doesn't so it look know. like i don't know like like especially the one under the christmas tree in like american waterfront right doesn't it look like a memorial uh-huh. picture, like somebody that's like passed away or something? Oh my god. It's goodness. always kind of freaked me out. <laughs> and like every time I look at him, I'm like, Ariel, are you? Are you... <laughs> I never thought of that. Now Go I'm look be... at it because, especially the one under the Christmas tree, like every time okay. I look at it, I'm like, and it's like in black and white. And I'm like, it looks like a funeral picture. It freaks me out. I don't like it. The tree is good. cute. The tree is cute, though. At the waterfront. Okay. One. I don't know. Something about it. It's a little off. <laughs> okay. I'll take your word for it. Uh, now I'm going to be thinking of that when go, I go. Go check it out next, it next time. Seriously. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's talk about food. <laughs> There's so much good food. Food, food, food. There is. Uh, I know you and I both had the hazelnut cream tipo, tipo torta. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. I love really anything like with hazelnut. I felt it was a little dry, but very good flavor. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. yummy, yummy. Tipo torta. Always good. And then I don't know why they brought this out now. It's very strange to me, but the deep fried pizza. Yeah, I'm digging it. It's a good little snack that you can pick up on the go. It's really yeah. tasty. It's just really weird that it came out for Christmas. It has nothing to do with Christmas. I don't know. I went, yeah, because when would you release that, though? 
not Christmas? Maybe, like, maybe they could have made it Christmas themed or something. I don't know. But, I don't know. I like it. I like it. It's good timing because they didn't have, I don't know, they didn't have anything new that was, like, really portable, you know? Yeah. Maybe because it's warm. Because it's warm. It's it's, it's hot. Like, it's a hot Yeah, it's crispy on the outside. It's nice and warm on the inside. I like it. I think it's a good addition. Oh, yeah. That's definitely... I'd have to say that's probably my mm-hmm. favorite because it's just tasty. Absolutely. Um, and then the eggnog is made a comeback. We talked about it already once, but we'll talk they about it again. They changed it. They've <laughs> added, I think they added spices. Yeah. And then was it like a gingerbread or something? Mm, like some something kind of. Something is floating inside. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like, I don't know, like really I don't I I don't even know what it is, it but tastes, it tastes good. It ends up working. It sounds strange, mm. and at first, if you're not expecting it, the texture is a little strange. But maybe because a lot of coffee shops have been adding things to the hot drinks, um, like cook like cookie or like some kind of like breading or crispy things. Um, so maybe they wanted to give it some texture. I'm not sure. Maybe. Um, they maybe they felt it was too thin i don't know and they wanted to make it more filling but um they've added some kind of like like you said chris like some kind of breading or something to it um which ends up working but it can be a little surprising when you first try it yeah it's definitely different to you know uh people like us who have eggnog you know for christmas so right it's a little, it's a little strange. It's a little strange, but it, it, it works. It ends it up works. working, and it's. I feel it's closer to eggnog this year than it was last year. Yeah, last year was very runny. I found like it wasn't thick, and to me, eggnog should be mm-hmm, thick, mm-hmm. or at least not creamy, watery. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Okay. What else? What else? Hot, Hot wine. That's Hot always my favorite. Wine, Chris. I have been loving it this year, especially with the weather. It's been really um, kind of cloudy and rainy lately. And that hot wine is a godsend. It is amazing. You can have it in red wine or white wine. And it's beautiful. Thank you, Disney Sea. Tasty. Tasty. Tasty, tasty, tasty. tasty. Love it. And also, talking about Um, warm and creamy and delicious um, miso cream soup. A returning favorite. I haven't oh, had that yet. It is so good. No, you got to try it. It is amazing. One of our favorites. Where, where, where can I get that? They had it in American Waterfront. It should still be there. It should still be in American Waterfront. They might have moved it this year. I have not had it this year, but we have it every year, and usually it's in American Waterfront, um, right across from the River Delta, next to the restaurant Sakura, is where they usually have it. Okay. Okay. So good. So, so good, Chris. Best thing ever in the wintertime. And it's limited. It's only uh, this, like, the winter season. Uh, I love miso soup and then adding cream. Mm-hmm. That sounds even better. It's so good. It's so warm on a cold day. It's beautiful. Oh. I'm getting, I, yeah, I'm, I'm hungry again. You're hungry? Then why don't you, Always why happens. don't you try an Olaf cookie? <laughs> oh, goodness. You can bite off his head. Oh, I did. You're like, no, me, don't did. eat. 
<laughs> Quiet, Olaf. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, is there anything else for food? Um, some new cocktails. That's noteworthy. New cocktails. Um, so we had before the hot chocolate cocktail in Lost River Delta. Um, this right. year, I don't know if Japanese people are too familiar. I've seen it a couple of times in the international supermarkets. Um, but they have a Kahlua mocha cocktail. Hmm. So um, nice coffee chocolate flavor. Uh, maybe uh, kind of like a newish project, product in Japan. Because I've only started seeing it recently in the supermarkets. Hmm. So um, I have not tried it yet, though. But the hot chocolate one with the with the wine uh, or, or whatever's in it, the liqueur, fantastic. Super, super good. We mm. had it during the blizzard. Yes. Yeah, that was a bad <laughs> idea to go in the blizzard. But that hot chocolate, good idea. Best idea we've ever had. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe the second because the podcast I think is probably the best idea we've right. had. That's right, and the website, Chris. That was a pretty darn good idea. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I take credit for that one. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't know. Other than that, I don't know. I think that's about it. I think that's you know, of course. Then there's oh, so one one kind of like new thing in food. Um, if you like course menus, uh, there have been some menu renewals at Dicanaletto they had a menu renewal and at uh, SS Columbia the course menu um, they've changed kind of like the main course that they usually do which is a nice uh, welcome change Uh, so uh, if you like that check it out and of course the course menu at Magellan's lovely right so always lovely try that out as well and if you go to any okay so another cocktail sorry okay we're not done talking about cocktails what am i talking about go to teddy roosevelt lounge the cocktail there looks adorable it has like a little like a candy cane candy hanging on it so so pretty and it comes with um i think some um some little uh not tapas something that looks like like little food like a small amount of food that comes with it so it's a little set super super good Hmm. And I think we're done with food. We're never okay. done with food, Chris. We just keep going. But if we keep talking about it, we're just going to get more and more hungry, and that's not a good and thing. And we don't have any more eggnog. We're, we're out of it, so. Yep. No. We, we got to stop. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about uh, the merchandise or the goods at Disney Sea. So, uh, Duffy... <laughs> Always. Oh, Duffy, you and your high prices. Oh. <laughs> I really want to get the costumes because the, I think they're really nice this year. I, I really like the uh, knitted sweater and stuff they have for all of them. It's really cute. For Duffy, Shelly Mae, Jelly Tony. Yeah, they're super cute. I really like them. And I like them. that it's a different direction than what they've done in the past, which is always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, adorable. But they're they're expensive. They're expensive and there's so many Duffy characters now. It's like, oh, I can't I can't buy one for Gelatoni and not for Duffy. And then, oh, poor Shelly, what, what's she going to wear? So it's like, no one gets anything. <laughs> no Christmas for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's all or nothing. All, all or, or nothing. nothing um, and the ornaments, well, adorable. Yeah, those are really cute. They're really expensive. Yeah, though. so I saw... <laughs> On the pamphlet, I'm like, wow, 1,500 yen. That's amazing for three ornaments. And it's not for three ornaments. It's for one ornament. And I'm like, oh, that's a lot for one 
ornament that's plastic. But I bought I bought Gelatoni. Because I'm a Gelatoni fan. I like him. I think he's mischievous. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't bought any mm-hmm. of those. Probably won't. They're but, super cute. Yeah. Um, what they do have that's a really good buy um, is a Duffy tea set. That's actually a really good okay. price for what you get because you get, um, I want to say, it's like three little tins and they have tea inside. And maybe there's something else that comes with it. But I was thinking like if you go to like a normal tea shop, right, that's not like Disney, that's actually not a bad equivalent price for what you would get like if you go to like lupicia or something right you go to lupicia and they have like the little um lupicia is like a a tea shop they also have it in california if you're from california and um, they have like a little ornament ball and it has a tea inside and that's about 500 yen so it actually comes out pretty close to the price like if you go to like another kind of tea shop so um my recommendation if you like duffy and his friends and you want a souvenir and you're looking for like something that's kind of like a reasonable buy I would try the Duffy tea set. Really good choice. Hmm. What else do we have? What about you, Chris? What do you like from Duffy uh, Duffy Land? Um. Well, the Duffy Converse came out. Are you gonna wear that? <laughs> you know, no, I don't. I'm not gonna buy. I wanted to buy them. Then I thought, when am I gonna wear them? And they're gonna get mm-hmm. dirty. And I'm going to get them wet and they're just going to be ruined. So I probably would never wear them just mm-hmm. for that. And then they'd sit in my closet and not do anything. So I th- as cool as they are, I'm not going to get Agreed. them. Agreed. Yeah. I had the same kind of reasoning. Like, what do you wear them with? When do you wear them? And they are going to get filthy. Right? Mm-hmm. I guess what you can do is they do sell, like, okay, so if you are going to buy them, they do have that spray that you can spray on the, on the shoes to, like, waterproof it. Right? So you mm-hmm. could use that, and that should keep them. That would just mean, like, the maintenance would be a lot easier because you can just, like, wipe them at the end of the day, every day, and that should keep them lasting um, longer, right, and keep them in better condition. But um, hmm. so you could do that. But I don't know. The thing is, what would you wear it with? You know, and you'd probably only wear it to Disney. Yeah. So. Yeah. They are cute, though. They're super cute. They are cute. But not not for me. Yeah, I don't think I can get away with them either. Yeah. Um, I did buy the Gelatoni character strap, though. It's so cute. Because I'm... I made a point to to buy every single mm-hmm. one, so I started when he first came out, and I've bought I bought every single one that's come out since. So, kind of have to keep buying them now because I dedicated myself <laughs> to that. I don't know if that's a good thing or so not. So you're but... a gelatoni guy too. Mm-hmm. So you didn't buy Duffy. Sorry, Duffy. No. <gasps> oh no. Sorry, Duffy. I know Poor I'm Duffy. terrible. He's so cute, though. I still like Duffy. And I like Shelly, but I don't know. Gelatoni speaks to me. <laughs> He's a cutie. Uh, what else have they got for merchandise? Oh, Olaf is getting a really big push this year. At I both just parks. bought Olaf uh, goods today. Oh, I with, bought the, the house slippers. Okay. So comfy so adorable 
Yeah, he he's everywhere this year. It's more than last year, I think. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting because they're going to have the event in um, next season as well, right? For the, the second half of winter. So I think we're going to see a lot more of Olaf. But I, I like what they did within like Like you said, last year compared to last year, there it's a big push. So there's a ton of Olaf goods. And he's in everything, like at both parks. It's like kind of like the the things that they keep at both parks, you know, like the generic winter stuff, like Christmas stuff. So um, tissue boxes, hand towels, lip balm, um, everything that you can think of. Uh, phone straps has um, has Olaf, and um, it's I like what they did with the design. It almost looks like a candy cookie design, like a um, it looks really cute, like a sweets design they kind of went with with which i think really works you know i love it i love what they mm-hmm. did this year and it's different because you know before they would always do the gingerbread cookies right so um it's nice to see a different character that has the focus mm-hmm. <laughs> as you can tell i'm not really a big olaf fan so i'm kind of like yeah okay sure yeah, I mean, and, and if you're not an Olaf fan, there's there's a ton of other stuff. You know, there's like the park-specific stuff that you can buy. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, it's nice because it's like in the in-between area where it's not Disneyland-specific and it's not Disney Sea specific So if you're just looking for something extra or if you have like an Olaf fan, then it, it works out well. But if you're not into Olaf, there's so many other goods that are park-specific that you can buy. Yeah. Uh, they also have um, the Mickey and Minnie plushes and Donald and Daisy, I believe. They're they're beautiful. They're wearing their costumes from Perfect Christmas. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. If you're a big fan of the show or you like to collect Mickey, Minnie, Donald, or Daisy and they have to have different costumes, then it's perfect. <laughs> I love the design this year. The costumes are gorgeous, you know, for the show and for the little... Um, mini character badges so if you're into that a must buy i feel Mm -hmm. and then of course there's always stuff to keep you warm because it's cold and people need hats and gloves and scarves and everything um yeah i did notice at uh steamboat mickey's is it that that's what it's called yeah where Mm -hmm. the, the the olaf goods are they actually have a fleece jacket like it's a it's a blue fleece jacket it comes in men and women sizes um and it says tokyo disney sea on it it's they have stuff that says tokyo disney on it i don't know why people always say it doesn't it totally does it might be in like little letters or something but it's there maybe like they heard so many people saying that they like they like like, let's release it you know but i mean I don't think it's a big problem. Yeah, it's it, it's really nice too. Like it's subtle. Like it doesn't scream like this is Disney. No, you kind of have to look at the pattern and you're like, oh, that's Mount Prometheus. Okay, I get it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then it, on on the uh, chest, there's a little emblem and nice font that says Tokyo Disney Sea on it. It's really nice. And, and there's also a, a matching scarf to go with it as well. I think the jacket was about... I want to say about 7,800 yen, so about $65, roughly. It's pretty pricey. Yeah, for a fleece jacket, but I guess if you can't buy it anywhere else. <laughs> it has the park name on it. It's like a, a memory, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I find when they have merchandise that just says like Tokyo Disney Sea or Tokyo Disney Resort on it, it's more mm-hmm. on the higher end, quote unquote, stuff, like jackets yeah. and stuff like that. Not really, um, like the t-shirts and stuff usually aren't. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. And if you want something a little bit more um, personalized, or if you are a couple on a date, as uh, couples are wont to do during the Christmas season in Japan, um, they have the the pair rings, the Christmas wish rings that you can uh, customize. Um, you can choose your design, choose your color. Um, they have for both ladies and for men. And um, they come with a special gift box, which is really lovely, actually. It says Christmas wishes. It has a little ribbon, and it comes with each uh, ring. And uh, you can have an, op- an optional necklace uh, to purchase with that as well. And I think um, this year they did some really cute designs uh, for the women's rings. There's like a ribbon, and I think... It's hard to see on the website, but like a little snowflake for the other one. And for the men's style, they have like black and silver, which looks really cool. And you can, um, of course, uh, customize to your ring size. Women's comes in 7, 9, 11, and 13 Japan size. And men's comes in 13, 15, 17, and 19 in Japan's ring sizes. So um, if you're into that, uh, into fashion or anything check it out it looks really cute a uh, cute couple's present a little pricey <laughs> always is. It's, it's always a little pricey but it's not that bad actually if you think about it because like the box is part of the souvenir mm-hmm. the ring itself is um five thousand yen you know and it comes with a really beautiful gift box that usually you would buy like separately or something and then um the necklace the chain is 800 so i mean not bad you know for a little gift. Mm-hmm. So, overall thoughts on Christmas at Tokyo Disney Sea. Um, I like it. Uh, we haven't even talked about the show yet, though. Which one? Perfect Christmas. The, the Perfect Christmas, which is oh. amazing. Oh, whoops. <gasps> we skipped, skipped it. it. I did. Chris, how did we skip that? I don't know why we skipped it. Oh, because I was just going through the list and I named it, <laughs> and I just completely left it out of my mind after that. Yeah, uh, Perfect Christmas. The brand new Harbor show. I love it. It's pretty good. I like it. Um, There's a lot of dancers. If you've been going to the resort for many, many years, a lot of throwbacks to old shows. Um, Some of the old costumes from those shows. Mm -hmm. Really nice. There's there's one costume in there. I'm not 100% sure what he's supposed to be. Uh, He kind of looks like a Christmas tree snowflake snowman thing and he has like stockings for hands he's snow they're snowmen it's just it's they just look weird <laughs> it's from christmas wishes they were so in that show they were doing like stunts they were doing like flips and stuff and they're really cool um and it was like this it was the perfect stage show for christmas mm. i wish they had never t- stopped doing it it was beautiful um but yeah they're from that show it's oh, really okay. cool yeah, and they're really funny and goofy. They're really fun characters, I think. Hmm. And uh, obviously Santa makes an appearance as well. Yeah, at the end of the parade. There's no Santa at Disneyland. So if you want to see Santa, you have to come to Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. And uh, Duffy and Shelley May show up. Uh, 
Chippendale Clarice and then all the other characters they're there as well so it's a what do you like to watch from Chris um well if I can manage it Lido Isle but that's if I feel like waiting a long time <laughs> to get there but if not then usually um not not Mickey Square but the other one in front of Zambini Brothers that area that area can be pretty tough too yeah because it's smaller so like the people that are like fans for those characters it's a little tough yeah i i yeah. usually have more luck there for whatever reason i don't know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like if you don't want to wait you can always watch on the sides as well it's not the main stage area but you'll get to see the dancers and the characters should run by as well mm -hmm. i like from lido i thought it was super interesting i know there was some controversy um, so you were there the first day, right? Yeah. The first day they didn't have the tape designating wh what space a person should take up. And then I don't know if it was the next day or a couple days later, there was like a tape designating your space. And I know people would like, um, like you said, you have to wait a while. So I know they probably wanted to cut back on that. So if you have like big bags or stuff, you can't, it's harder to camp out. Right. So I think they're trying to cut back on that. But I know a lot of ladies with skirts um, did not appreciate uh, the space being limited because it's kind of hard to sit with your skirt in a decent way. You know what I mean? So I know there was a little bit of a of a controversy with some people over that uh, for that area. So I thought that was interesting. I haven't been back lately, so I don't know if they're still doing it or not. But um I know uh, they were trying to like control that situation a little better because people will camp out all day, you know, but still, uh, I think the solution to that is to do what they did before, which to me made a lot more sense where you change out the entire seating area after each show instead of letting some people stay, some people go, and then you let people in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought that was a little bit more fair. So if you want to wait all day, you can do that. It's out of the way of everyone else. I mean, it's, it's, uh, and it's a little bit more fair. So like, if you want to get a good show, maybe you wait for the third show, you're there all day, but you get your, your really good seat. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting what they're doing to kind of like do the crowd management. So we'll see how that ends up. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't go that much every day. So, but I know for some people it got a little tougher for girls. I thought, oh, that's a little a little difficult situation <laughs> i don't know that problem sorry i <laughs> you know or, or like even like for like just your your bags you know yeah. you carry like a backpack with like let's say like an extra jacket or scarves or like a blanket or something or mm. um with your cameras you know so some of those things take up more space so hmm. very interesting but so, gorgeous show. Love it. Fun. For what they can do with the harbor, I thought that was one of those shows that's like a better scenario than most shows. You know, and I love that they, that, you know, with the anniversary coming up, that they're kind of like giving those throwbacks to those old shows, like the Nutcracker show and everything. I thought that was really nice. And I so, think that's it. That's it for yeah, a perfect Christmas, right? I think I mean, so. Other than that, just great. You know, fun. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun show. I liked it. Um, 
for whatever reason, the music didn't the music didn't catch me as much as Christmas stories at Tokyo Disneyland. I don't know why. <gasps> Blasphemy. It's, I know it's it's weird. Because <laughs> it's like a medley of the previous yeah. show's music. Maybe that's why. Maybe that. Yeah, I I don't have that emotional connection to it. So uh-huh, uh-huh. Maybe, I can get that. Why. I get that. Yeah. So, but that doesn't mean it's not a good show. It is a really good show. So yes. make sure you see it if you go. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy which do you prefer do you prefer the the stories or do you prefer perfect christmas i kind of prefer stories mm. i don't know why i just do stories is cute though it is it really it is it really is i know i i that music gets stuck in my head more i want to say i go with seymour but i do really really enjoy stories mm-hmm so what do so, we have next, Chris? Next. Uh, we have our Tokyo Disney Resort 101. And we're going to talk about when uh, when are the best times to visit in 2016. Because we have some different things happening next year. Uh, the biggest thing is at Disney Sea, we're, we start the Year of Wishes, which actually starts on April 15th. And it runs all the way until March 17th 2017 so we have that going on and then we also have gelatoni debuting as well as a an actual character yay so that's going to be very interesting to see what happens um so yeah like when should you come in 2016 if you're planning on coming well if you like for me the absolute best time to come and that's in terms of uh, weather, crowd levels, and just stuff going on at the resort. I would say it is after Golden Week, so in mid to late May, is one of the be- better times to come. Because Golden Week is the one of the biggest holidays in Japan. So the parks are ridiculously busy during Golden Week. But then after Golden Week, everyone goes back to work, back to school, so... N- there's not a ton of people at the resort. And in May, uh, it's not quite summer yet. And spring is just finishing. So the weather's really nice. Um, sometimes it rains, but uh, the rainy season usually starts in June. And now that uh, we have the uh, year wishes happening, so that's going to be running. And then there's also going to be uh, Disney's Easter, which is which usually runs until the end of June. So there's a lot of stuff going on. The weather's good. The crowds are lower compared to other parts of the year. So for me, I'd say that's the best time to come. Uh, what about you, Patricia? Do you have a different time? Um, I like the events. So I think one of the best times that takes place during an event is if you go during the early, um, early days of Christmas. So like around November. When the kids are still in school, they're not on the half days. Like this month, kids are, I think, already starting this week. They're getting out at 2 o'clock, and then they're going to start getting out at 11 o'clock, and then they're on Christmas break. So once you start heading later and later into December, it gets um, it gets more and more crowded. But if you go during the early Christmas, not the first week, because it's always crazy, but after the first week, um, once the excitement kind of like dies down, people have work, kids have school, um, I really recommend that time. A lot of the times it's like it's dead. 
So it's fantastic and you still get Christmas and it's included in your ticket price. So I think that's a really good time to come. Same with sometimes, occasionally Halloween, early on in Halloween. Sometimes it's like that as well. And um, if you want to go, if you don't mind the cold, if you want to go after New Year's, um, there's going to be the Frozen Fantasy, which sounds like it's going to be really good this year. It sounds like they're doing a major upgrade. Um, Gelatoni is going to make his debut. So if you like uh, characters like Duffy and his friends, they're going to have like a greeting show at Disney Sea, um, which should be really fun. Um, and it's a good time to do attractions because it's cold. Nobody wants to come. Um, and uh, the hours are shorter. So people feel like, oh, I'm not getting... If I'm going to buy a ticket, I'm not going to come. And so, like if it closes at seven o'clock, so the park is like super dead. And so you can get a ton of stuff done. So even though it closes early, you can do so much that it doesn't even matter, you know, but the only thing is the cold. So if you can deal with the cold, it's actually a pretty good time to visit. And there's, there's actually some really good events going on. So I like that as well. Like Chris says, once the kids are back in school, it's fantastic in the spring. You can, you might even get to see cherry blossoms. If you go to Disney Sea, they have the early blooming cherry blossoms. If you go to Disneyland a little later in the season, you got some cherry blossoms there. So um, even if you come a little earlier or later, there's still a chance that you can see some, some different kinds of flowers uh, at the park. So uh, that's my recommendation. Yeah, and this is for the best times to come. Uh, some of the worst times to come in my opinion, is uh, over New Year's because it's ridiculously busy. Um, Golden Week, obviously. <laughs> That's a bad time to visit. Uh, in terms of weather, um, I can deal with cold because I'm from Canada, so cold doesn't bother me that much. But over the summer, that is death. <laughs> We're opposites, Chris. Uh, like July, August, and into September a little bit, mm -hmm. it is way too hot for me. Like, I just don't even want to live because no, it's so hot it's true i know a lot of people feel that way the humidity here can be killer i'm yeah i'm a florida girl so i grew up with all year that humidity <laughs> so i'm like i'm fine yeah. i actually really look forward to summer personally i wouldn't recommend it to other people because i know it is miserable for most people but i love the summer shows i love minnie's tropical splash it's so much fun um you know, but for most people, no, I, I wouldn't rec. I agree with Chris. I would not recommend it. It can be very harsh weather and dangerous. You know, you have to really be sure to keep hydrated. There's always danger of heat stroke. Um, super fun, but not the best time to come for sure. Not by a long shot. Yeah. And then usually um, at its coldest, usually the coldest I'd say is like late january going into february yeah february that's that's, that's my find it's really cold here and so it's on the ocean it's on the water so it, the wind is killer killer it will blow right through your winter coat it is a nightmare yeah but if you're cool <laughs> with winter you can do so much you know, the thing is that you, you know, you, you think of Tokyo Disney Resort and you think of long lines, but if you come during the winter time, you don't even have to worry about getting to the parade early because you can probably walk up a few minutes before it starts and still get a perfect view because it's just so cold that a lot of people are just not going to put up with it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so for visiting in 2016, best time, 
I guess, um, like we already said, end of May. Uh, it's good for everything. And then uh, beginning uh, or like just starting in November. So you can get Christmas and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I so. think so. Perfect. Perfect. So uh, we have a full article on the website. Uh, it has all that information in there for you. So we'll put a link in the show notes so you guys can go and check that out. And hopefully we'll see you next year. <laughs> um, so we just did the Tokyo Disney Resort 101. And now we're going to move on to our park tips. Um, we're going to be going over what you can't miss at Tokyo Disney Sea. Um, Patricia and I had a couple disagreements on some of the stuff on here, but overall, it's minor you know, stuff. It's minor. I mean, really, well, you maybe. you can't miss anything. It's Disney Sea. Just it's enjoy true. every little detail. You know. But if we have mm-hmm. to choose, it's hard. It's hard, you know? It, it, it's tough. So for attractions, um, well, for me, like the number one thing, if you if you can only go to Disney Sea for like an hour, that's it. Oh. You have to go on Journey to the Center of the you Earth. You get one attraction. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, just, just one. That's it. Uh, I would say Journey to the Center of the Earth. Like you have to go on that. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I if would you, say if you have an hour... Mm-hmm. You could probably do two, right? You could do Sinbad because there's no line and it's unique yeah. to Disney Sea, and then mm-hmm. run and go do Journey, mm-hmm. right? Get your, yeah, get your fast pass for Journey, ride Sinbad, and run back. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I agree, Journey. You, you, it's the one attraction that's completely unique to Disney Sea. Like if you, if you go, live in California, you have Indy, it's not plussed out like it is for Disney Sea. But it's close enough, you know? Toy Story Mania, it's at almost all the Disney parks. You can skip it. I feel. Chris does not agree. Um, you know, um, <laughs> Tower of Terror is different enough. But like like Chris said, Journey is completely unique to here. Yeah. Um, and what else? The, the gondolas? Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, I love it. Especially at night. Yeah, they're really nice and really relaxing. Uh, the lines, they kind of vary. It does. Um, from what I've from what I've seen, sometimes they'll be really busy. Sometimes they won't be busy at all. Mm-hmm. And they close like obviously when there's shows happening in the the harbor, they're closed. Like they're not running. And then sometimes they're just seemingly randomly not going. So I'm not too sure how they decide when not to go on. Maybe because it, it might be too windy. I don't know. Mm, that could be it you know the wind it's dangerous because because they have to keep their balance on the boats but um yeah we like to go like right before closing especially when it's like a birthday and they sing like the happy birthday to you on the way out you know it's really nice and um you can get some really gorgeous photos um from the middle of the harbor when you're on that boat of like mediterranean harbor of like mount prometheus and I like that front part of the park that you cannot get if you do not ride the gondolas. So really, really lovely. You can make a wish. Hopefully that wish comes true. You know, great, great attraction. I think a really, really underrated attraction. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and it's unique, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's nice. I like it. Oh my God, <laughs> I have to change my attraction for if you only have one hour. What's that? Okay. I will say Big Bambi. 
Big Van Beast. If you had to choose between you have one hour, it's your only time to go to Disney Sea and see Big Van Beat or Journey. Big Van Beat is a full show. That's true. That's true. You know? Hmm. I would say it's even worth the price, the full price. Like if you bought an after six ticket and you can only do one attraction and still enjoy the atmosphere of Disney Sea for the rest of the night, have dinner or whatever, Big Ben Beat would be the out attraction. Hmm. What do you think? You know what? You know what? I can't disagree with that. <laughs> Big Ben Beat is such a fantastic show that, yeah, it is worth the price of admission alone. It really is. You've got live music, live singing, dancing. Mickey, Mickey's crazy. He plays the drums, stops, goes out to dance, runs back, and starts playing the drums on cue again. The double drums <laughs> at the same time with another drummer. Yeah. Amazing. I can't wait for the new version. I'm super excited. <laughs> Me too. It's it's going to be hopefully really good. I'm sure it will be. Um and then speaking of other shows, Fantasmic, um, the story's the story's the same as the other ones, but just because it's on the harbor, like it's full, like on water completely. So, if you're a fan of Fantasmic from the other parks, seeing it at Disney Sea, it's just kind of neat to see it done a different way. Totally, totally. I feel I feel like they could have given the show. A different name because I feel like the name Phantasmic is like so heavy you know because you have like I saw the Disneyland version for the first time this year and that is hands down the best version right but I feel the Disney Sea version is different enough that you could have given it like a slightly different name like even call it like Phantasmic subtitle something else you know to show that it's yeah. it's different because it's different enough that I feel like it's a little harsh to compare it to like the original, you know? Yeah, that's true. But it is a really hmm. nice show. Um, you know, that that harbor atmosphere is always really cool. You've got like the volcano going off. You've got like this, the big dragon coming out of the water. You know, you got Mickey on the hat. I mean, it's really cool. It's so it's so different, you know? So definitely check it out. I mean, don't go with the expectations of the original Fantasmic. If you go with like really like clear expectations, I think you'll really, really enjoy it. I agree. 100%. <laughs> and then there is A Table is Waiting, another show. And we talked about it earlier. Super mm -hmm. fun. Go really like adorable, gorgeous costumes. I mean, what can we say? Go. Go check it out. You're going to think, oh, it's a little stage. It's like, whatever. It's an outdoor show. No, it's so, so good. Go enjoy it. You don't have to wait that long. Um, like, like you can probably even walk up. It's not going to be like the perfect seats, but you could probably walk, walk up like maybe 20, 15 minutes before and still get a seat like towards the back or the side. Um, or even walk up right before it starts and watch from outside the viewing area on the side and um where you know where like where you go to enter the ship and you can get like a really good view still and um super duper fun totally recommend it yep it's a fun show and the music is catchy 
my favorite part is the the dance with uh, Goofy, and they're doing the uh, bento dance. I like that oh one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, you know, they used to let the audience carry the portable shrines, right? Really? I didn't know that. Yes, yes, yeah, for the original show. So, you know, like in the show now, the, the dancers kind of like carry it around. But you used yeah. to be able to like carry, like pass it down, you know, so you got to actually carry the portable shrine. And then they had these little um, these little balls that the audience, they would like kind of like toss out to and you would like bounce them back. But they don't do that huh. anymore. But it was really cool. Um, like, you, yeah, the Goofy section is is totally fun. It's like, the, it's a Japan section. Of course, they have to go a little bit more all out, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, seasonal entertainment. Because every season we have a different show happening in the harbor or somewhere else in the park. So... Whatever time of year you go, make sure you see the see the seasonal show because it's only going to be happening during that season. So make sure you see it. <laughs> Enjoy it. I know a lot of people will skip it and it kills me. Don't skip it. It's like even if you watch from like the outskirts, you don't have to wait an hour or two hours. Just like watch from the outskirts. The, the, the amount of work that they put into those shows for just like one or two months is incredible. You know, like new music, new costumes, um... Mickey and his friends are adorable. You can't miss them. You know, it's it's great. Go take a little time. I know you're busy. I know you're visiting the resort, like maybe from overseas. You don't have a lot of time, but just take a little bit of time. And I think you will really, really enjoy the entertainment that they have to offer. I think the Disney Sea's strongest point is its live entertainment. Exactly. I, again, I, <laughs> I agree 100%. See, we agree on more things than you thought. yeah um with all the seasonal entertainment that's happening like we have where do i start uh easter uh this past year we had fashionable easter which is a brand new show and that was really good Uh, and then we had minnie's tropical splash which made a comeback Uh that's always super super fun i think that's probably one of the most funnest most Most funnest you can say that it's a disney podcast (laughs) so we can use words like funnest and bestest it's the most funnest show you'll ever see at a Disney park because you get drenched in it's water. It's so intimate, isn't it? Because they the dancers will come up to you and, and throw a bucket of water in your face. Yeah, like, I don't think they would ever do that in North America. I, I wish they would in Florida because Florida gets so hot and muggy. You can really use <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> <laughs> and then in uh, October or, you know, for the fall... We just had uh, Villains World, which was a brand new show, and it's then included for in Christmas, the ticket price, guys. Come on, exactly. And then for Christmas, we just talked about it. We have Perfect Christmas, and, and there's so much going on at Christmas. Yeah. So much seasonal shows going on at Christmas. Perfect Christmas, Table is Waiting, Big Bam Beat. I mean, all of that is Christmas themed. All included in your ticket price. You could easily go to Disney Sea, not go on a single attraction, just watch shows and eat, and you'll feel like you've gotten more than your money's worth. And you'd be riding attractions. Totally agree. Absolutely. But if you want to ride attractions too, of course, perfect. <laughs> um, well, uh, speaking of food, there's lots of places to eat. Um, 
I know there's one place that Patricia and I can both agree yes. on would be Magellan's. Absolutely. Love it. Magellan's is like, to me, I think Magellan's is probably one of the best sit-down restaurants at any Disney park. Not that I've eaten at every mm-hmm. table service restaurant at mm-hmm. all the parks, mm-hmm. but Magellan's is really high up I there. Wonder, I don't know. I don't know if I would agree with that, but at least in Tokyo Disney Resort, not counting not counting yeah. the hotels. I mean, just for the mm. atmosphere alone, you know, whether you dine at the lounge or in the in the actual restaurant, you know, it's it's such a really calm, peaceful atmosphere, especially if you're coming out of like a hectic day at the parks. It feels like you're transported to like another world like a nice relaxing world <laughs> you know and it's so yeah. it's such a nice escape you know the food like you said is gorgeous i don't know because at some of the disney parks around the world the food is so good at some of the restaurants it's really hard i don't know i don't know if i can make the judgment that it's like the best but it's it's very good you know and um I know for us, one of the things that we love to do, because we don't always, um, you know, we don't always go for the whole day. And sometimes it's the end of the night and we just want to sit down and have a cocktail or some coffee. um, And we'll go, we'll sit in the lounge, we'll relax, we'll kind of like uh, wind down a little bit before heading home and then go and, and take a taxi home or whatever, you know. But it's such a nice little escape from the hectic parks. And for kids, you know, um, like uh, they love the little non-alcohol cocktails. They can feel like they're drinking something fancy, even though it's like it's like the the, the price of like an orange juice, you know, but they, they feel like a little fancier. You know, it's a nice it's kind of like a, a little treat for them if you have kids, you know, and it's not like it's not like so fancy that you can't bring kids because it's Disney, but you get to give the kids that kind of like nicer dining experience, kind of like a good training if you're going to take them to a, an outside of Disney restaurant, you know? Mm-hmm. That's true. And then uh, for other sit-down restaurants, uh, we have the SS Columbia Dining Room. Yeah, my, my son's favorite, I guess because it's on the big ship, you know? The cast mm-hmm. costumes there That's are gorgeous. I wish they would bring back the piano player, but that's okay. The atmosphere and the decoration of that restaurant, just lovely. Um, sometimes you can see Mickey running by the window when they're doing table is waiting, uh, which is always kind of a nice surprise. And uh, the menu is fairly good, like a fairly standard course menu, but uh, very nice. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, Ristorante. Di Cantaletto. I don't know if I said yeah, that right. Yeah, re- Ristorante. <laughs> no, I can't. Di Cantaletto, right? Um, yeah. Like we said, uh, we were talking about visiting in the spring. And if you're visiting in the spring and you want to enjoy that beautiful spring weather, um, hopefully it's not raining, uh, but if it's a nice sunny day, um, you can sit outside and watch the gondolas go by and say ciao as you eat a delightful meal. And uh, they have one of the, I don't know if it's the biggest anymore, but they had, uh, they have one of the biggest um, wood burning uh, ovens uh, to bake pizza in, in Japan. So uh, really kind of like cool fact there. Gorgeous decoration. Everything in Disney Sea, the, the decorations is over the top. The details are over the top. So 
love it love di canaletto one of my favorites and much more if you're if you're thinking about price much more reasonable price than let's say um, magellan's or ss columbia yeah um <clears throat> and then we have uh where are my notes here uh the teddy roosevelt lounge of course is a of must course. If, if you want a cocktail seasonal cocktail or you just want to have a nice relaxing atmosphere that's not Magellan's, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a perfect place. And especially during Christmas. I really like it during Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's just warm and cozy and it's just, it's it's beautiful. I love it. A great place to meet with friends if it's your birthday. Order the parfait. Let them know it's your birthday. They'll put little sparklers in it, which is always really cool. Um, the food, it's, they, they've actually, I think they added something um, like a, more of a main course now um like a pot pie or something with something else a little pricey not gonna lie um the sandwiches are a good buy so i i wouldn't say go for the food but for the cocktails and dessert or coffee um kind of like a little light meal then it's worth going um the atmosphere alone fantastic go for a cocktail go for a coffee again another nice escape from the park you'll feel like again like you're in a different world totally totally great atmosphere love it and then um if you want to step your face <laughs> what? We, we have if you want to step your face we have the sailing day buffet which is really good and they're always changing the menu uh for all the different seasons christmas halloween easter summer whatever they're it's always changing which is really good and the theming is great and the price is pretty good for a buffet all you can eat everything ice cream whatever and they also have a uh mickey shaped chicken nuggets i believe yeah for the kids they got Last like time the I was kids there. stuff you yeah. know you got a picky eater or something um <laughs> what i like that they've been doing lately is like for halloween they actually add like a, a little bit of a show element with atmosphere cast members that come and i think that's really fun that's a nice bonus for what you're what you're paying for so definitely if you're here during halloween and they have that going on totally do sailing day definitely worth it and then when it comes to counter service restaurants yeah um the the uh, new york deli is a good choice in my opinion um the sandwiches are good. I like sandwiches the sandwiches. are good, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Casbah food court. Um, the food is pretty decent. It's it's Japanese curry that's decorated to kind of be Indian mm-hmm. curry, but it's just Japanese curry with non bread. That's basically all it is. But the theming in that restaurant is the theming ridiculous. is awesome. I love how it's separated between the palace side. And the peasants, <laughs> right? It's super yeah. cool. I lo- the, the restaurant theming is amazing. It really is. Just and and all it is is just a simple curry restaurant. You know, <laughs> that's all it is. But it, like the theming is just completely, completely over the top. What about um so, for character greetings? Uh, mm-hmm. Horizon mm-hmm. Bay. Well, yeah, yeah, well. Are we talking like food? Food-wise? I don't remember the food. I haven't like been in a while. I haven't eat. been since my son was younger. 
but you've got a character mm. greeting. You don't have to make a reservation super, super far out in, in advance like you do in the States, you know. And um, the character costumes are unique to that restaurant. So if you're into like character costumes, really cool. And the characters will come to your table and spend time with you, just like any other character greeting. But I think for the price, like compared to what you pay in the States, way cheaper. Um, and uh, the food was okay, if I remember. Not not bad. So I would definitely recommend that as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing special, but it's not terrible either. So, you know, you get what you paid for, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty decent. So, if you do all these things that we talked about for the last, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, you'll get to experience, I guess, some of the best highlights of Disney Sea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Pretty oh. easy. One more thing. It's one easy, more thing. Guys. Okay. What's that? If you like Duffy. Dude, oh, this is yeah. so good. Because, look, you get an entire little show. It's in two acts. And all you have to do is really order, like, a drink or something. And you can go in and enjoy it. You pay like almost nothing and you get to enjoy a show. So definitely don't miss it. Even if you're not a huge Duffy fan. It's cute enough. It's got Mickey, Minnie, Donald, you know, it's the talking seagull. I don't know what his name is, but he's kind of cool. You know, <laughs> you can't beat that. It's a, it's, it's a practically <laughs> free true. show. Yeah, uh, the food at Cape Cod is really not that great. I think they're working on but... it. The desserts have gotten really good. Yeah, so you can just go and buy like a little entree or whatever, and that's good enough to go watch the show. So the only downside, uh, there's usually if you have kids, Hmm. they'll be distracted and they will not eat. (laughs) (laughs) We have come across that problem many, many a time. So if you want to feed the children, (laughs) maybe not the best place, but you get to see a show. Okay, so I think that's that wraps it up for Disney Sea. <laughs> the things you cannot miss. You can't at Disney miss anything, sea. really. Okay, Disney Sea. Don't miss anything. <laughs> you know, because it's 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 an incredible park. There's so many little tiny details. You know, whether it's like little hidden Mickey's or the little garden outside of um, the Duffy shop. You know, <laughs> what is it called? Chris, help me out. Too much eggnog. Uh, the, the what, sorry? Aunt Pegs, right? Oh, they have yeah, this little garden outside and the, the vegetables are seasonal. So sometimes there'll be corn growing. Sometimes there'll be cabbage. Sometimes they're like every season it's different. And it's such a cool little detail. So there's like a little mini farm outside of the shop, which is adorable. You go to the Italian restaurant. What's growing outside of there? Spices. You have an Italian spice garden. That's amazing. So I mean, besides the attraction, all these little details that they have throughout the park, try to just experience as much as you can. Keep your eyes open. Um, be ready for some fun surprises. And just in general, don't miss Disney Sea. Okay, so next we have a listener question. Listener question. Okay, what's our listener question? It's from John, and it's an email question. And he says, When should I visit? To increase chances of seeing snow. John, what are you thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here's the thing with snow. 
sounds really nice and it's beautiful and it's gorgeous and it's awesome but if you are visiting from somewhere else whether it's another part of japan or another country um it's not going to be fun for you if you do not live in the area like even if you live in tokyo it can be a pretty big pain to get home okay so if you're staying on property it's much better okay but things will be shut down you you won't get to see shows um most of the attractions should be running which is good they will still do character greetings which is good but um it's not the best time for you to come so i wouldn't try to catch a snow day um it's rare on top of that so um if you come expecting oh if i come in february or january it might snow um you know so if you're looking for that it might snow but for example last year it didn't even like maybe there was like a little flurry but it didn't snow at all nothing that stuck so it's really hit or miss it doesn't necessarily snow every year um if you do want to come like i said um probably february maybe january um is probably going to be your best chance if you want to catch snow but um taxis will be far and few in between trains will be stopped um, buses will have monstrous lines unless you're going to a local neighborhood and it doesn't stop at a station so be forewarned um, beautiful gorgeous seeing the parks in snow but not the best for people visiting from somewhere else what do you think chris um i agree <laughs> it's um um it's really hard to tell when it's gonna snow and even if it does snow it doesn't really it doesn't necessarily stick yeah either so it might snow like early in the morning and then by mid-morning it's all melted and everything's gross and slushy and not fun and public transportation is a mess because i remember when <laughs> we were at the resort when it snowed well, it was beautiful and it was great to see everything like that. It took me four hours to get home and it should have taken me just over an hour. It took me four hours to get home. So I would not want to do that again, to be quite honest. It just was not fun trying to get home and everything was just a mess. And um, and not only... Um, you know, can it kind of mess things up at the resort, but also just yeah. Tokyo in general. Like, Tokyo is not equipped to really handle snow. So when it starts snowing here, everything just turns into a big mess. <laughs> like, public transportation is delayed, canceled. It's just, it's not a fun time. No, Let's just put it that are way. freaking out, you know. Yeah. Like, even, like, that day, you know, like, the day of the blizzard, when we were crazy enough to go to the parks... Um, you know, I was taking, mm -hmm. I'm really lucky because my bus doesn't go to a station. It just goes straight to our apartment. And we ran into another bus that got stuck in the snow and the bus driver was like waving us down. He's like, don't come this way. <laughs> and I got out of the bus and the snow, I, let me tell you, it was so rare because it never snows here. It never snows that much. It was practically up to my knees. I was like, what is going on? You know, so it was a nightmare. And that's a local neighborhood. Trust me, if you have to go back to a hotel in Tokyo, 
it is not going to be fun at all. No, I can tell you from experience, no. it was not fun Think at of Chris. all. <laughs> four hours. Four hours, you guys. That is nuts. And they'll start doing an announcement warning you like, hey, um, the trains are stopping. You better start thinking of moving soon if you if you have to take the train. So they will actually make an in-park announcement. That's how bad it gets. Yeah. And I remember when I was going home... Um, Tokyo Station was actually closed. They were not letting any trains leave or enter there. So our train coming from Maihama, which is where Tokyo Disney Resort is, the train had to stop one stop away from Tokyo Station, which was underground because the the, uh, Tokyo Station was closed, so no one can go in. So thankfully, there was a subway uh, at that station so they told us all of us to go to the subway because obviously underground it's not going to be affected by snow but there were so many people there that um they just turned off the ticket gates we didn't have to tap or anything <laughs> just like go because there was just so many people they just yeah i just saw them flip it off like flip the switch off and the gates just open and we all just went through people were trying to tap but they told us like don't like don't bother because yeah. it's yeah. off because there's just there's so many people which kind of made it a pain when i needed to go when i got to my home station because my card wasn't technically tapped oh, in so you anymore have to go and explain to the yeah yeah i just had to tell them like you know i had to transfer from the jr line to a subway line and mm-hmm. yada 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 so they uh, they uh, had to do something to my car to like not charge it or something just so I could yeah. keep using it, right? Because it's it was, it was just a mess. It was not a fun night. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So yeah, long story short, you don't if you're here and it happens, great. You know, take lots of pictures, but don't plan your yeah, trip around. I it. agree. Because it's probably not going to happen. Sorry to say, because it just. We don't know when it's going to snow and it's just not a great time, especially it, 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 I might cut into time on, on your vacation too. If it snows really badly, at least the attraction times will be low. (laughs) (laughs) Non-existent. Yeah. Yeah. Toys. Yeah. Toy Story Mania might be under three hours. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. Okay. So, um, if you guys have any questions you want us to answer on the show, please make sure you send them to us at uh, contact at tdrexplorer.com. We love getting your questions, no matter how obscure or whatever. We read all the questions and we try to get them on the show when we can, if we can answer them and all and that actually, kind of stuff. We have, so um, we have please a make giveaway. sure you send them. If you send us questions, mm-hmm. we will pick five yes. people. And um, since it's it's Star Wars month, you guys, Star Wars is everywhere, all around the world. Um, when the Star Tours attraction first opened in Tokyo Disney Resort, my son was super into it. And he would ride that thing, like, I don't know how many times a day. Like, we would go after swimming class. We would go after school sometimes until he did, like, every freaking scenario of that attraction. And um, they would give out these little pamphlets, which are actually really cool. Um, 
And thing is like a Japan exclusive and it was really nice, like really nice printed quality and everything. So we have extra ones because of course, every time he go, can I have the little star tours thing? And they would give it to him. And, you know, so we have a ton of those um, that we do not need. Uh, we're doing New Year's cleaning. It's a big thing in Japan. Before the end of the year, you have to clean out your house. And um, I need to get rid of some of these. So I'm going to give away five. Send in a question. We will read it on the air. Say thank you, thank you, thank you. And you might get a present. So happy Star Wars month, guys. Happy Star Wars month. And again, you can send the questions to contact at tdrexplorer.com. Okay. We've been talking for, oh my goodness. Over no, again. <laughs> how do we do this? Again, as always. They need easy. to stop selling so food in the resorts so because if they stop selling like cute, delicious snacks, we can cut this podcast time like in half. Probably. <laughs> I believe it. So what are we talking about <laughs> next time that is not food? Um, we're going to continue the Tokyo Disney Resort 101 and we're going to talk about how many days oh you should come God. to the resort for, uh, depending on, uh, you know, different factors, how long you're in Japan for, what you want to accomplish, what's your budget, stuff like that. So we're going to break it down mm -hmm. for you. And then we're going to also talk about New Year's. New Year's is a big thing at the resort, but it's also one of the shortest special events that happens at the resort too. Doesn't no, doesn't last very long. Good, well, the goods go on sale really early, but yeah, they're on sale in November. But there's like special menus, it's crazy, um, a special greeting. You get to see Mickey and Minnie in a kimono. What? Come on, guys. So we're gonna talk all about that next time. Yep. Tune in number twenty-seven. <laughs> Memorial twenty-seven. 27. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. And <clears throat> as always, you can find us at tdrexplorer.com and also on Twitter at tdrexplorer, on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer, and also uh, find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure you rate us so other people can find us. Recommend us to your friends, your family, <laughs> your dog, everyone, everyone. Wow. Just recommend us to everyone, okay? You guys, happy holidays, <laughs> whatever you celebrate. Uh, hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Um, keep exploring. Bye, guys.